This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. The United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child is an international human rights agreement, also known as a human rights treaty, that outlines the specific rights that children and young people can claim. Nearly every country in the world, including Australia, has committed to the convention, making it the most widely supported human rights treaty. This week, Settlement Guide explains what rights children have in Australia and how these are protected through Australian laws. Some of the rights that are contained in the Convention on the Rights of the Child include the right to be safe, the right to play, the right to an education and the right to grow up healthy. Paula Gerber is Professor in the Law Faculty of Monash University and an internationally renowned scholar with expertise in international human rights law. Her focus is children's rights. She says parents play a key role in a child's right to grow up healthy. Australia benefits from the national healthcare system, Medicare, and all children as soon as they're born are entitled to that healthcare system. But obviously the primary responsibility for keeping children well and getting them to the doctor and getting them their vaccinations falls on the parents. That's the first port of call. Children also have the right to be safe no matter where they are. Mandatory reporting laws, which vary between Australian jurisdictions, require that suspected abuse is reported to Government Child Protection Services. This applies to instances of physical, sexual and emotional abuse, neglect and exposure to family violence, explains Professor Gerber. The law imposes what's called mandatory reporting obligations on a number of professionals so that if they have reason to believe that a child is being subjected to violence or abuse or even neglect, then they must report that to Child Protection Services, which falls within the Government Department of Human Services. And the sort of people who have that mandatory reporting obligation are doctors, nurses, teachers, police, people who work in religious organisations. Professor Gerber says in Australia, school is mandatory for children between the ages of 6 and 17. The parents have to make sure that they are attending school and the school has to make sure the children are there. So primary schools, they have to check school attendance, take the role twice a day. And in high school, it's at every class, every subject. If there's unexplained absences that amount to more than five days a year, then the school principal should look at what's going on Professor Gerber says there are about 20,000 children a year who are homeschooled by their parents, but they must apply for a permit and regularly provide the Department of Education with progress reports. Children in Australia are not allowed to work in paid employment until they turn 15. We have very clear laws about children being used in a work environment and the law says that the age at which a child can enter into labour practices is 15 years old. There are certain exceptions like delivering newspapers or working in the entertainment sector because obviously there are movies and theatre productions that have children in them. Between the ages of 15 and 18, a child cannot work more than three hours per day or 12 hours per week during school term. During school holidays, it's up to six hours per day or 30 hours per week. The legal age for marriage in Australia is 18, explains Professor Gerber. 
we have very strict laws about child marriage in Australia. So there are criminal penalties up to nine years if a child is forced into a marriage or marriage-like arrangement. That's up to nine years imprisonment. And up to 25 years imprisonment if a child is taken out of the country for the purpose of marriage. If two people under the age of 18 want to get married, they must get consent from their parents, as well as permission from the court. The court will only give permission in exceptional or unusual circumstances. Dr Faith Gordon is the Associate Professor and Deputy Associate Dean of Research at the Australian National University's College of Law. She says Australia signed up to the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child in 1990, but the laws change from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. Unfortunately, we don't have the convention embedded in our domestic legislative framework because it is a federalised system and the states and territories all have different pieces of legislation in relation to you know, child protection and youth justice. So this means that what we have is quite a patchwork quilt of legislation and frameworks. Something might apply to a child or a young person in New South Wales and it doesn't in Victoria, for example. Professor Gerber says Australia needs laws that more explicitly set out the rights that children have and the protections that they are entitled to. We have an international human rights treaty and then Australia enacts laws to give effect to that. There is a convention on the elimination of racial discrimination and Australia enacted the Race Discrimination Act. There is a convention on the elimination of discrimination against women and Australia enacted the Sex Discrimination Act. There's a convention on the rights of the child. There isn't a Children's Rights Act in Australia. In Australia, a child as young as 10 can be arrested charged, brought before a court and jailed. Professor Gordon says the minimum criminal age is low in Australia compared to other countries. The most up-to-date research shows that children and young people's brains are developing right up until the age of 25. Holding a child criminally liable at the age of 10 is not appropriate. The UN have called on Australia to raise the age to at least 14. And there is a lot of support on the ground from activists, lawyers, civil society to make this move. Professor Gerber says another big issue is the overrepresentation of Aboriginal youth in the youth justice systems and juvenile detention. Indigenous rates of incarceration are just astronomical. So Aboriginal young people, that is aged between 10 and 17 years old, make up 6% of the population. But if you look at youth detention centres, they make up 56% of the population. Court diversion programs work well, but more resources are needed, Professor Gerber says. Professor Gordon says there needs to be more resourcing and support. Many children in the justice system are victims themselves, yet they haven't received the adequate support mechanisms in their community. There isn't enough community resourcing and support to address these issues rather than young people being scooped up and placed in a criminal justice system, which really exacerbates many of the issues Professor Gordon says community legal centres offer vital support to some. There are community legal centres which offer, depending on your income, free legal advice. There are Aboriginal legal centres as well. I think it's important that people know where they can access the information. And there is a legal aid system in Australia where people can apply to get fully funded throughout their engagement with the criminal justice system. 
This was an SBS radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.